What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Wednesday, February 24th. Coming off a nine-gamer, straight back into a nine-gamer. It's exciting to be here. I'm Josh Engelman, and it's time to break it all down. We're going to go through every single team on today's slate. We're going to project out minutes, change usage, update assist rates and rebounding rates and all that good stuff and try to figure out who are the best plays for Wednesday's slate. Happy to have everybody here. Already 30 people right out of the gate, 6.31 a.m. craziness. I'm tired, but I got a great night's sleep. Not a long night's sleep, but a great one nonetheless. And I tested my microphone before I started, so I know that uh, it doesn't sound ridiculous right now. Mike sounds great. Ryan Radcliffe, appreciate you. Appreciate you there, man. Yeah, had to get it right eventually. That's just, you know, I wake up at 5.15, I go downstairs, Let the dog out, start the coffee, let him eat, then come back upstairs. So I have about, I don't know, 45 minutes or so, maybe 35 minutes to get my stuff ready. And, uh, you know, got to iron out that checklist. That's that's all. 
that easy. Oh, lots to do, lots to do. So let's go ahead and do it. Okay. Hope everybody succeeded yesterday. I sure didn't. Um, I just feel like I didn't have the pieces to anything from the beginning. Everything I touched on just wasn't there. All right, from a value perspective, but I just I could not put the pieces together. I didn't even finish looking at uh, who really were the best plays yesterday. Halliburton. Anybody else go crazy? Draymond was good. Norm Powell again. Yeah, Terrence Ross, I know, was going crazy early. Bruce Brown had a big one. Either way. Goodbye yesterday. On to today. On to today. So let's just do it. Let's get into it right now. We have nine games, so tons to talk about, tons to get through. Let's not uh, let's not dilly-dally. Let's not do that. Morning, everybody. For almost 50 people already, 29 likes. The morning crew knows what to do. I need to raise my chair up a little bit. There we go. That might be too high, but whatever. We'll be fine. All right, let's just dive into it. We'll start with Atlanta. Uh, on the back-to-back, John Collins left yesterday's game with a potential concussion. Have we seen any additional news on John Collins? Oh, all righty. Will he get clear? I mean, like it all comes down to whether or not he gets cleared. I have to assume that he does right now, just given the the injury. I'm going to assume that John Collins plays. And I'm also going to assume that Cam Reddish also plays. I think that is a safe bet. Not a safe bet, but I think that's the the natural way to start today's slate. And if that's the case, I don't have too much here to move around other than putting Cam Reddish's minutes back in. Uh, do I want to put Cam Reddish in after he missed the front end? Uh, yeah, I think I do. I think I do. So let's do that. We'll cut Tony Snell's minutes. We'll totally cut out Skylar Mays' minutes. Takes Reddish up to 22. And 10. Solomon Hill needs a minute haircut. Yeah, that should be about okay. I don't think I have too much else to change here for this silly, silly Atlanta team. We just don't. There's not enough to know right now on Collins or Reddish, so I'm just going to assume they're in and make it a little bit easier. Matt, hey Josh, is late swap is critical in cash tournaments? And if so, should I roster later games on full slates just in case? I mean, late swap is critical for everybody. Cash, GBP, whatever. Because if you open up a brand new value piece, you want to get that piece if you know that you can pay up elsewhere and increase your ceiling. So you should absolutely always be late swapping no matter what style of game you're playing. Um, I wouldn't change your roster construction for it, though. All right, we need to change a little bit of these Atlanta rates because this does have reddish off. So, 
Let's get back to the normal Hawks that are off. Bogdanovich off. Hunter off. I'll get the sense that this is going to change all that much after that. Take Brandon Goodwin off as well. All right, so Cam Reddish just needs like a pretty reasonable usage rate. Oh, 17.8. Clint Capella, 21, seems fine. Gallo at 23 seems high. Collins at 23 seems a little high. Kevin Herter, 15 and a half, seems fine. Trey Young, 33 and a half. Make it 33. Not too much to do here for Atlanta. Really don't have too many tweaks to make. Let's check and see what Atlanta looks like here. Taking on Boston, three and a half point dogs at home. And if we're talking... I don't really care too much about Atlanta tonight. Trey Young, Clint Capella, maybe a little John Collins. Trey Young would be the, the primary option. Capella for 7,800 on DK looks okay. I don't really like Atlanta tonight, though. Just doesn't seem like that spot, especially on a nine-gamer. We have plenty of other places we can go. Let's move on to Boston. You tag on nobody. So Kemba doubtful for the back-to-back. -back. That's interesting. He certainly hasn't been playing back-to-backs, at least not that I remember. But let's double-check that. Last back-to-back, -back they had 16th and the 17th, Kemba sat. 11th and the 12th, Kemba sat. So I think we just have to assume we're not going to have Kemba Walker today. I think that's an easy assumption, too. No reason to push him in a meaningless game. So last time, they also didn't have Daniel Tice on the 17th. And on the 12th, everything was normal. Aaron Neesmith, though, wasn't back yet. So this might be a little weird. Who started on the 17th? Peyton Pritchard, right? Mine. Oddly enough, this was against Atlanta. Weird. Oh, Javante Green started that game. Now I remember. Javante Green, Tatum, Thompson, Brown, and Semi. Jeez. Okay. Who started on the 12th? This is going to be really annoying for Boston. They're going to end up starting someone stupid today. Semi, Tatum, Brown, Tice, Pritchard started the game before that. This is annoying already. Who's Boston could start anybody today. Um, what's Neesmith assist rate? Yeah, it ain't him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's give Peyton Pritchard played twenty three minutes the last time that Kemba was out. He played twenty eight seven the last time or the time before that so that'll be an average of 25.8 minutes i'm going to give peyton pritchard 24 minutes and then i think javante green also going to see some time played 24 minutes the last time he was out played 12 the time before that so i think that i'm going to give javante green 20 minutes 
EMAC listing guys that are out for the All-Star game and you're not even listing the most important one, the fact that Zach Levine made the All-Star game over Chris Middleton is disgusting. What a farce. Absolute farce. They should be embarrassed. Zach Levine making the All-Star game is truly a, a comical reward for his offensive season. It bothers me quite a bit. Alrighty, we need to fill out the rest of this Boston rotation, and I'm not entirely sure where to go, so I am going to take all these minutes out other than these point guards. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for setting me up there, Emac. Appreciate it. No, I'm not joking at all. They play basketball on both sides of the floor. It's crazy. This isn't a passing scrimmage or a seven on seven. Like this is he's one of the worst ten NBA defenders. And I uh, there's absolutely no way that we can offset those things. I think it's a true embarrassment to the league that they rewarded Zach Levine for being on a crap Bulls team and playing no defense. Really crazy to me. Also, get that Sabonis stuff out of here, Emac. Don't even get me started there either. Ugh. Not happening for me. But Levine is the true the true problem. Anyway, back to Boston. I can't go on this rant right now. It's too early. Okay. Uh, we know that we got to give Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I don't want to give them more than 36 minutes apiece. Yeah, here's the thing. Levine's shooting is not all that much better than Chris Middleton's. All right, Tice played 26 minutes last night. Tristan Thompson played 22. Time Lord played 14. All right, so Tristan Thompson went from 28, 27, 27, 30 down to 22 minutes again, so that's fun. So I'm going to give him straight 24. We're going to give Time Lord his normal 16 which gives me 8 and 22 here. And that allows me to give Semi his 22 minutes. We got to bump all of these guys down now. Hey, Dean, that's one of my worst takes ever, Josh. Yeah, I'm really broken up about it. Really broken up about it. I can't help it that the NBA doesn't want to reward the defensive side of the ball. All right, eight minutes left over. Where are they going? Are the Celtics really going to run a nine-man rotation today? No, they knocked, they knocked the dust off of Jeff Green the last two times, so I have to assume that they do it again.
Mike Conley not making it on the the, the um on the west side is also really ridiculous to me. Yeah, if if two guys have basically the same true shooting, same assist rate, they basically the same rebounding rate, and then one of them is one of the worst defenders in the league, and the other one is Chris Middleton. I'm not entirely sure how you end up on the look. If the Bulls were in like second or something like that, I would totally get it. At least you're rewarding him for team success, but the team sucks too. <laughs> what are we rewarding him for exactly? All right, let's take Kemba off. This All Star thing has me tilted. It's bad. It's bad for me. I can't. I can't allow people to be ranking other things. I don't care if the Bulls are three games behind the Bucks. That is not how this works. Oh yeah, Matt, you and I are the only two people that are up at this time of the day, huh? But yes, I start streaming at 6.30. Welcome to the stream. By the way, the Bucks have a 8.3, positive 8.3 point differential in comparison to the Chicago Bulls this year. 8.3. Why are we rewarding teams that are 14 and 16? Somebody tell me that. I mean, I'm not because I'm a rational thinker. Morning, everybody. Okay. This should be a good enough for the rates for Boston. Yeah, they also have Giannis. I wonder what happens if you take Giannis off the floor. What happens to Middleton stats? Oh, wait. I already tweeted those out. They're fantastic. 18, you're not helping your case if you tell me that no one's looking at point differential. Just just say that everybody else is stupid then. That, that's what we're talking about. I'm not going to blame ignorance and stupidity on everything. That's insane. If we're just going to call it like, if they're not looking at point differential, then they shouldn't do any of this. They shouldn't be involved if you can't actually evaluate how good people are. All Not looking at point differential for team quality is just simply showing I don't know how to evaluate team quality. All right, 15 Percent usage rate on Daniel Tice, Javante Green, 14%. Jalen Brown, 32% usage rate with no Kemba on the floor. So we're going to go 31-5 on Jalen Brown. We're going to go 32 on Jason Tatum. Brown and Tatum's assist rate both come up a little bit as well. Yeah, the, the problem is here, though, that Middleton has been a multiple-time All-Star. It's weird for him to come out of there. Ah, I get it. Fix the date, man. Good eye. My criteria for making the All-Star team is being one of the best players in the league. That should be a pretty common occurrence. 121 people, 61 likes. That's fun. 
If you want Levine's flash at the All-Star game, let him just keep dunking. Or put him in the three-point contest, because he's an incredible shooter. But let's be clear here. He's a dreadful defensive player. Have I ever looked at team fantasy point totals? No, I have not. All right, let's look at Boston. I need to uh I need to put a we need to put a pin in this um in this discussion because otherwise I'm going to go for hours and we're not going to end up getting anywhere. So for Boston, favorite plays, Tatum and Brown, no surprise. I don't really think anything else is opening up all that much. Uh depending on who starts at point guard for Boston, whether that's Peyton Pritchard, Javante Green, Jeff Green, who the hell knows? I think you can make a case for one of those guys, but there's really not a ton of value being opened up. I would rather just pay up for Tatum and Brown, who are at least mildly underpriced for him being out. All right, we're on to the Chicago Bulls and Zach Levine. This should be fun. Coach Bell, glad you were able to win, man. All right, Chicago, Chicago. Well, let's just take Zach Levine's minutes away from him. He doesn't deserve them today. I really don't think that I have anything to change here. This has been a pretty normal rotation as of late. I have no idea why they're bringing Archie back into the rotation, but Temple at 32 minutes looks fine. Patrick Williams played 34 and 35 the last two days, so I definitely need to give him another minute. I've been high on Patrick Williams as of late. And I'm hoping that I can capitalize, but I'm guessing his. I'm guessing his uh, his price is coming up, too, which is not ideal. I actually probably need to give him another minute. I think I'm going to get a lot of Patrick Williams here. All of these rates should be fine. This, this is all the same stuff. So let's look at... Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chicago Bulls are home against the Wolves. Four-point favorites. Levine looking good on both FanDuel and DK. Looking a little bit better on DraftKings at 9,600. Wendell Carter Jr. looking okay. 5,400 on FanDuel. 5,800 on DraftKings. 
Uh, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, those are the only four guys that you should really be getting to out of Chicago. Levine, Carter, White, and Williams. I think you can narrow it down there. And I would say um, Levine probably separates himself from the pack. But 4800 for Patrick Williams on FanDuel, 5100 on DraftKings. I think it's okay value. But Levine is the clear best piece here. He should be able to roast Minnesota. Revenge narrative. Woo-hoo. Let's get the revenge narrative going for Zach Levine tonight. He doesn't have the all-star snub narrative. Can you imagine if he would have had both of them? I mean, he wouldn't have been snubbed because he doesn't deserve it. But you guys know the drill. On to Charlotte. Let's see how my Hornets look. I'd say my Hornets. Like, it's true. Oh, all right, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Any news on the Hornets? What's my wife texting me about? I don't have 15 seconds. Gordon Hayward, questionable. Yeah, he hurt his like wrist or hand or something, right? Right hand bruise. Same hand that had the fracture in December. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I haven't taken a sip of coffee yet. 23 minutes in, guys. Cheers. Good morning. It's nice to have you here. I'm, now that I've been talking for 20 minutes and for, and since I've been uh, pretty pretty aggravated with this Zach Levine thing, I'm, I'm a bit more awake now. Mm. God, that's just what I needed. All right, so we have to assume Gordon Hayward plays if his hand is bruised. Uh, that just He might not be any good, but... I don't mean like permanently. I just mean like today. He might not be any good if it hurts. But other than that, speaking of people that are hurt, I think that uh, yesterday marked the end of the career of Tiger Woods. And that is really sad to me. He made me love golf. He made me golf. He made me love golf. He made me watch golf. And I don't get the sense that he's going to be coming back from this one. Not Not in any like competitive real way i mean he could probably play on like senior tours and stuff but not good quite a bummer jalen mcdaniels 25 minutes last time out last three games 23 minutes i don't even know how to get him all these minutes who isn't playing I don't know where to take these minutes from. I guess he saw a little bit more because of Gordon Hayward being out. And in the grand scheme of things, this should be more like 21. But I'm at 14 and I can't even find them. Every... I just, I think I just have to punt it. Yeah, it's just going to have to be good. Charlotte rates should be fine. I haven't had to make any tweaks. So for Charlotte... LaMelo Ball at the top end, 7,800 on FanDuel. He's 8,900 on DraftKings. You can basically not roster him there. But 7,800 for LaMelo on FanDuel looks really good. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier would be the other guys I'd be looking at. Hayward looking a little bit better on DraftKings. Rozier looking a little bit better on FanDuel. Not much else that I think is viable from Charlotte, though. Yeah, Cody, it is sad talk, too. Oh, by the way, guys, we have 160 of you here. We haven't even hit 7 o'clock yet. I'm really happy to have everybody, but let's run that like number north of 100. It seems like it's about that time. I appreciate you guys being here. 
you can pay me in thumbs ups, that's all I need, man. You don't have to pay me in Bitcoin or Top Shots. Just pay me in thumbs ups. That's all I need. On to Cleveland. Cleveland Cavs taking on Houston. I appreciate you saying the show is informative and entertaining. I don't feel like it's been all that informative so far today. 4 a.m. in Cali. Happy you're here, though. All right, so for Cleveland, are we getting anybody back? Nope, just the Q tag on Torian Prince, which I'm going to just leave out for right now since he hasn't played in a hot minute. Wait. Where's he hiding? There he is. All right. He, I mean, he hasn't. For him to play on a back-to-back after missing four straight, I'm just going to leave him out, which means that I think this rotation looks pretty similar. We ended up seeing Dean Wade start last night. Played 21 minutes. That's exactly what I projected him for, which is kind of exciting. So... I'm going to assume that Dean Wade plays again the same way. We've got Jared Allen and JaVale McGee splitting minutes, so not much to look into there. Darius Garland and Sexton are both going to play 36 minutes or more, so there's not much to worry about there. Chetty's minutes came down, which was expected once they made Dean Wade the starter. Lamar Stevens getting 16 minutes is interesting because I don't really know where those minutes came from. I guess they're going to come largely from Chetty. Oh, Damian Dotson got a DNP. Okay, that makes way more sense to me now. Tiger is not going to come back and win a green jacket. I'll say this. I don't think he ever comes back and makes a PGA cut. If, if, if what I read today about multiple fractures that required plates and screws and stuff into his leg. Look, I understand that his level of technology for rehab is going to be better, but it's not like his lower body was great. My old man broke his leg two years ago, had to get plates and ankle fractures and screws and stuff. It's just, he's just not going to be able to do it. Clearly getting uh, different medical attention, but Yeah, that's not good. Okay, there we go. I think this looks pretty good for Cleveland. I don't have much that I want to change here other than assuming Dean Wade is not going to be a usage monster. Cleveland pretty easy to project right now. Um, Two and a half point dogs at home, but 216 total. Jared Allen for 7,600 on FanDuel looks really good. Looks good for 7,700 on... uh, on DK as well. Colin Sexton, 6,900 on FanDuel. Man, I really like the... I really like Jared Allen today at that price on FanDuel and on DraftKings. I really like Colin Sexton at 6,900 on FanDuel. I will certainly have a bunch of Darius Garland at 5,900 on FanDuel. And I hope that I don't have to get any Isaac Okoro. Boob, you're crazy. You're totally crazy. And trust me, I'm not a hater. I want him to come back. I wish he would come back and win every tournament he ever played in, but he's going to be in some trouble now. Hey, Dean, I did mention 
Collins being questionable. It's all just going to come down to whether or not he passes the concussion protocol. So there's not really much to dig into there. It's not like a he's either in or he's out. There's no like, oh, he's in, but he's limited type stuff. So. Okay, on to the Pistons. We know how wacky this team is right now, but Wayne Ellington is at least probable for this one. Clearly, they played yesterday. We got DSJ starting, playing 18 minutes, didn't close. Game wasn't close. Pistons blowout. Saban Lee closed. Don't really know who actually... They closed in the blowout with Sadiq Bay, Grant, Plumley, Saban Lee, Jackson. So Saban Lee got the closing minutes. That's really important. So I'm going to say that DSJ plays 22 and that Saban Lee plays 27. Cantor 33 in the house. My man. I feel like it's weird if I read that one, but I totally agree with you. Wow, 7 o'clock. There it is. Ah, you guys didn't get there. I was hoping for the 100 likes before 7 o'clock, but we didn't get there. So I guess we need to put Wayne Ellington back in. Uh, This will be highly irrelevant. I'm just going to give him 20 minutes. Take five away from Sfee. Who else do we need to take minutes away from? Rodney Magruder loses all of them. Twenty-two, seventeen, thirty-six, thirty—all that looks good. Where am I going to get eight minutes from? Oh, Seku. So Seku could lose four. Josh Jackson loses two. Done. All right. So there's the Pistons. Don't really have anything else that we need to update for the Pistons rates. We set all of this up yesterday. And Wayne Ellington is not at all someone who dictates usage rates. So there we go. There's the 100 likes. Appreciate you guys. Let's take a look at the Pistons now for today and hope that I can get my mind right. All right, so for the Pistons, Jeremy Grant looking pretty good, 7,400, 7,600. And obviously, I recommend him a lot. Pistons, 10-point dogs to the Pels. I guess I should. Uh, this is something that I was talking about or thinking about a little bit earlier today, oddly enough. Jeremy Grant's a decent example where we know he doesn't get a lot of peripheral stats, but you know that he's going to get a ton of usage. I actually like rostering guys like that because... I think it's a lot easier to fall into deals and blocks, particularly someone like Jeremy Grant, than it is to fall into additional shots that also go in. If you know someone is going to shoot a lot, I'll take my chances on someone like Jeremy Grant, who on the day, like on the day that he does have a day where he pops and has, you know, two or three assists or two or three steals, two or three blocks, one of those outlier games, you know, those shot attempts are also going to be there. And that those are the days where that really pays off. So that's why I end up getting to someone like Jeremy Grant a lot. That's why you see me recommending someone like Gary Trent Jr. a lot. I mean, he's shooting as much as Dame is on a day-to-day basis. There's going to be a day where he just falls into some defensive stats, 
and that blows his score out of the water. So for, back to the Pistons, Jeremy Grant looking good on both sites. Josh Jackson for 5,100 on FanDuel looking good, solid at least, uh, not nearly as good as 6K on DraftKings. Mason Plumley seems like a fine value. Saban Lee is still 3,800 on DK, so paying down for him seems like something you're going to have to do. That's kind of a no-brainer. Wait, oh yeah, Sadiq Bay is 5,600. I think he's also still viable on both sites. You could play a little bit more Detroit on DraftKings than I was totally expecting, but Jeremy Grant is the guy that I want the most there. All right, moving on. On to the Golden State Warriors getting some bodies back starting last night. That's exciting for them. They're still probably just a completely irrelevant fantasy team, but we'll see. Edward Fernandez, good morning, man. Good morning. All right, so for the Warriors, look at me. Got it right yesterday morning. That's always good. I left Juan Toscano-Anderson out of the rotation when we did this yesterday morning. He was the guy that I thought would get pinched. And sure enough, Juan Toscano-Anderson did not play yesterday. Lucky us for being around to nail that sort of information. Draymond Green at 32 minutes seems fine. Eric Paschal at 14 minutes seems fine. Wiseman at 16 seems fine. Looney at 14 seems low. So let's go ahead and get him right up to 18 now. Flip-flop these two. We... Flip that. And then turn that to bang. So we have eight minutes left over. They go straight to Michael Mulder. Easy. Definitely don't need to make any rotate or rate changes for Golden State. This should be pretty interesting because they're playing Indiana. This shouldn't look good. Warriors are two-point dogs in Indiana. A little bit of curry on FanDuel is okay. Like him a little bit more on DraftKings. Same price tag. Draymond, 6,600 on both sites. Fine. Ubre, 7,500 on FanDuel, probably a little too expensive. He's 7K on DraftKings. There's really just not much to like from Golden State. There really isn't. Mark, Brad Stevens' days in Boston are not numbered. Do you understand what would happen if Boston got rid of Brad Stevens? Every single team that has a potential coaching vacancy would be lining up to throw more money than they've ever thrown at a coach at a coach. He would be the hottest commodity in coaching in a pretty long time. Or he would do what I've always thought that he might do and take the Duke job and have Krzyzewski retire. But who knows what college basketball is going to look like moving forward. On to the Houston Rockets now. What do we need to know for Houston? Cool. Houston's awful. All right. So Q tag on Oladipo, probable on Tucker, Q tag on Eric Gordon. If Brad Stevens is overrated, you probably haven't been paying attention to 24 other coaches in the NBA.
What are we supposed to do with Houston with Oladipo? Questionable. How questionable is he? How long has Oladipo been out? I don't know how much we're going to be able to do this one. All right, so Oladipo has missed four straight. He played on the 11th, missed on the 9th. So Oladipo has missed one, two, three, four, five, six. He's missed six of the past nine games that he's been able to play. But I think that he's... I think we got to do this. Hmm. So I think we just have to treat it like Oladipo is in and Eric Gordon is in, and we don't really have a method to go a different direction right now. Which means that all of these rates are going to need to change to put Oladipo back on the floor. So let's start from scratch on Houston and find out where we end up. We're going to give 34 minutes to John Wall. We're going to give 32 minutes, I guess, to Victor Oladipo. Although that actually feels... A bit high, but he did play 32 and 34, that first double stretch back. I think that's fine. The only way is, if they fire Brad Stevens, they should just trade everybody. They should just, they should call it a year. By the way, Boston has been, where is it? The fourth most unlucky team behind Milwaukee, Toronto, and Denver, just to put that in perspective. All right, we've got Wall in, we've got Oladipo in. Justin Patton's clearly going to be playing some minutes. He played 21 and a half minutes two nights ago. I see no reason that he's not playing 20 minutes here. Which means 28 minutes here go to PJ Tucker. I think that just has to be the case. Can't really project it otherwise, which gives Jay Sean Tate 32 minutes. This has been the weirdest show yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's turning into like a morning show, you know? Which I'm okay with. Get a little bit off my chest. Alright. Eric Gordon gets 30 minutes. This is actually filling itself out a little bit easier than I was expecting. House played 26 minutes last time out. I'm just going to give him those same 26. 20 for Sterling Brown. That's got to be 18. And 20. And I actually probably need to give Nawaba more than that. Who would be most likely to not get those minutes? Nobody, I guess. That's just going to have to be it. Yeah, Mark, he doesn't have to tell the owners that he's been unlucky um, because they understand it because they're a smart organization. They would never overreact to a couple weeks of this when they have one of... One of the better coaches in the league. Let's take a look at Houston now. Oh, okay, so for Houston... Oh, I didn't change rates. See? Good catch. I'm all over the place, guys. Chat, you've got me too interested in conversation today. I appreciate you guys being here. And it's fun 
to talk about random NBA stuff, but I clearly don't have the ability to multitask. All right, let's get James Harden. Let's get Christian Wood off the floor here. Um... Who else do we need to take off the floor here? Macklemore. I don't want to go thrift shopping with him. The rest of that should be fine. Oh, yeah. Cousins. Knew I was missing like an obvious name. Rates here are going to be kind of weird. So House in 145 minutes gets the 18% usage. That's fake. David Nawaba, 21.8% usage. That's fake. Eric Gordon... 28% usage. Okay, so Victor, with Harden, Wood, McLemore, and Cousins off the floor, Victor Oladipo has played 31 minutes. Insanity. So I'm just going to give Victor Oladipo his normal rates. Sterling Brown won't matter. PJ Tucker is not going to matter. Justin Patton played minimally. I'm just going to give him... That Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 17% usage rate. Cody, yes, you'd be nuts to bet James Harden for MVP. He has very little chance to win that award. I think all his rates seem fine now. Wall's assist rate is fine. I just hope nothing shows up good for Houston, and it doesn't. Good. Okay, so John Wall, 8,500 on FanDuel, 8,300 on DraftKings would really be the only guy that I'm looking at. You can rotate through Oladipo, Gordon, and Patton on FanDuel, where Patton is the flat minimum. You could get a little bit of Jay Sean Tate on DK at 6,200. But there is not much to like here from Houston today little surprised by that but 216 and a half total one of the lower totals on the day so you can just kind of ignore houston james harden has a zero percent chance to win the mvp this year barring major injuries for multiple players on to indiana now pacers taking on the warriors still no tj warren no karis lavert everything else should look pretty normal here So let's take a look at Indiana, which I think that I already have largely projected correctly. 31 minutes on McConnell. His minutes back down now? Eh, a little bit. A little bit. Aaron Holiday taking a little bit of a bump back up. 
McBuckets looks fine. Jeremy Lamb looks fine. All these minutes look fine. All these rates are going to be fine. Rarely changes for Indiana. Sabonis, Turner, Brogdon, the three main plays. I'd say Miles Turner, 6,700 on FanDuel, 6,100 on DraftKings would be my favorite Indiana option. Especially against Golden State, that looks good. Sabonis would be two on FanDuel at 9,900. At 10.5 on DK, though, Sabonis is mostly impossible. And then Brogdon looks solid on both, 8,200 on both sites. But Sabonis, Turner, Brogdon, the only three guys you're looking at. I like the value out of Turner. I'm excited to run crunches at the end, see how this all shakes out. Indiana, very easy to project today. Lakers, probably a little bit harder to project. So we know we don't have Schroeder. We know we don't have AD. It looks like everybody else is in, so that's always fun. Uh, kind of know what we're getting out of most of these dudes. I'm giving LeBron 36 minutes. Caruso played 31 the last time out. That is exciting to see. They cut Quinn Cook, which is kind of a bummer. Sad for him. Anxious to see who they get in the buyout market, though. Hopefully, they are smart about it. Marcus all playing more and more minutes. Let's take those minutes from Markeith. I'm going to leave 24 minutes here. We're going to go 23 here. One to Markeith. Yeah. The bonus has the snub narrative. That implies that he got snubbed. I mean, he could tell himself anything he wants, but he also shouldn't have been an all-star. Uh, okay, 24 minutes for Caruso seems fine. Taylor Horton Tucker's minutes seem a little high, but I don't really know who else to give them to. I guess Markeith needs them. Markeith to 17. Oh, I still have seven minutes in the hopper, too. So let's give him... Let's get him to 20. So that would be 19. I got to take five minutes off of LeBron here. And then I need to take flip-flop those two. So four minutes left. They ran the tight rotation, so I need to give them to the somebody. All of it looks okay. So I'm just going to give them as spillover minutes to Costas onto Tacumpo. No, that one's not right. Give him the Jared Dudley. You earned it, Jared. Four spillover minutes. Rates will be fine. This should just match everything that's been happening for the Lakers. Which means LeBron James 10-4 on FanDuel, 10-9 on DraftKings. Looks equally solid on both sites, but I don't get the sense he'll be my preferred payup option. Maybe a little bit of $5,700 Kuzma on FanDuel. He's $6,700 on DraftKings. That's not a price tag that anybody should want. After that, you're not rostering Lakers. Uh, Lakers at on the road, eight and a half point dogs against Utah in the late night hammer. If you're rostering anybody, you're rostering LeBron and basically no one else. All right, we're on the bottom half now, on to Miami. And I assume we don't have news on Tyler Hero yet, which is going to make this the worst. Drogic questionable, Hero questionable, that's unappealing. Let's figure out what's going on here for Miami. So Tyler Hero, 
feeling a little bit better on Monday. I assume that Hero is going to play. Dragic, questionable. Oh, do we think that Dragic is back? Do we think that he's back? Hmm. What do you think, folks? We think Goran Dragic is back. Oh, 212 viewers, 121 likes. You guys are slipping a little bit. You're slipping. I appreciate it, but hit those thumbs up. So I got to keep asking. All right. I think that Tyler Hero plays. I am going to keep Goran Dragic out until he is actually back. Dragic has not played in nine games. And I don't think that it's a reasonable scenario for me to project him in until he is in. So, I am going to go pretty heavy on Kendrick Nunn once again. Nunn has been playing pretty monstrous minutes. So I'm going to go to 32 on Nunn. 16 here for the backup point guard minutes for Hero. With another 16 at the shooting guard spot. Um, yeah, Cantor 33. I don't know why I say the, the 33. Like there's a Cantor 32 that I need to be specific about. Cantor, I agree with you. All right. Bam out of bios. Minutes are easy to project. You just give him 35 and you call it a day. Precious gets the others. We can go to Kelly Olinick, who will likely play anywhere between... Zero minutes and 36 minutes, which is always fun. I'm going to give him 26. Which gives me 22 for Iggy. Skywalker, thanks for the super chat, man. Appreciate it. What else do we have coming in here? So obviously, Jimmy Butler is going to need the full freight of minutes. Duncan Robinson is going to need the full freight of minutes, which leaves me eight minutes for what I would imagine to be Gabe Vincent. Or Max Struss. Doesn't really matter. That's fine. I think that's fine for Miami. We have to redo rates because Tyler Hero is, in this case, back. So let's adjust the Miami rates. So we need to take off Dragic and probably not much else. Uh, Leonard Bradley. That should be good enough. So, Bam Adebayo. 25% usage in this scenario. We'll give him 24 Duncan Robinson has been at 15%, so we'll stick him at his normal rate. Jimmy Butler, 26.5% usage rate, so we'll go to 26. Majorly high assist rate, high rebounding rate, just doing a little bit of everything. 17.5 for Olenek. Kendrick Nunn has been at 21.4% usage rate with those guys off the floor in 514 minutes. We'll just hold at 22 not really much of an assist rate change. And then Tyler Hero with these guys off, 23% usage rate. Assist rate is the same. Let's take a look at Miami. 
Miami Heat hosting the Toronto Raptors. Jimmy Butler looking good. 9,200 on FanDuel, 9,300 on DraftKings. He's certainly a guy you're going to need, you know, 10 to 15% of today. Um, Bam at a bio looking like the only other real option. 8,900 and 9K. Kendrick Nunn for 5,600 on FanDuel is fine. Um... 6,100 on DraftKings, a bit less, so. Hmm. There we go. Uh, Jimmy Butler did not get snubbed from the All-Star game, so there is no Jimmy Butler All-Star snub scenario. He played... 500 minutes less than most of the other guys that have been in that have been healthy this year. You cannot cannot play some you can't can't put somebody in there for playing half the minutes unless they're like LeBron or Giannis or something. So let's go. Let's move on to Minnesota. Wolves just no D'Angelo Russell. This is going to be a pretty easy one to project, I would imagine. So we have Anthony Edwards minutes. Those should be fine. Do I think Luca deserves his spot? Yeah, I do. By more than a little bit. Ah, that's not what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, Andre Drummond is not going to be on the nets, so don't hold your breath on that one, Mario. That one's basically impossible. Barring a buyout. If there's a buyout, all bets are off. All right, Jalen Noel's minutes seem fine. I mean, most of this seems okay. Beasley and Towns. I mean, I guess I can give Towns another minute, but on the back-to-back, I don't want to go too crazy. Vanderbilt started and played 10 minutes. Am I reading that correctly? Did he get hurt by any chance? I'm almost positive I saw that he started. He did start. He started and played 10, 11 minutes. That That is hard to do. And he was plus one. Picked up two fouls quickly. That... Kind of did him in. Hmm. Man, this Minnesota team is just full of not great options. Clear across the board. All right. I don't. I don't really know what I can change for Minnesota here other than just assuming that their rotation, if it's a competitive game, looks like I expected it to look yesterday. I think it just has to be like that. I mean, they're playing... I mean, like, I know that it wasn't close yesterday, but 12 guys that can legitimately play. If we look at Minnesota now against Chicago... Because it's such a good matchup, it's, it's tough to want to, like, move through this quickly, but... Towns for 9,700 on both sites looks okay. Malik Beasley, 6,500 on both sites. I like him a lot more on DK than I do on FanDuel. I think a little bit of Anthony Edwards is okay. I think a little bit of Ricky Rubio is okay. I really wanted to like this game a little bit more for Minnesota, but uh, their rotation is really tough, so I think you really need to stick to those four main guys. One of those, one of the Jaden McDaniel, Nas Reed, Jordan McLaughlin, Vanderbilt, Okoji, Jalen Noel guys, like 
one of those guys is going to pop and be a value play of like 7x, 8x, something like that. I don't think there's any reasonable way to figure out who that's going to be. So just stick to the guys that played 28 plus minutes for Minnesota. Keeping it going, guys. One, two, three, six to go. New Orleans Pelicans. This one could actually be pretty fun. Are we going to have Adams today? Adams probable, Redick probable. So that answers that question. I have to take this entire rotation out for the Pels and start from scratch. Let's figure out how we need to do this. Steven Adams, since he is probable, I assume he plays his normal sort of 24 minutes. And then Willie Hernan Gomez, I think, probably plays his normal 20 minutes or so when Adams is there. Give those final four minutes to Zion. Celtics keep saying they really want Cat. Yeah, so I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Everybody does. Every single team in the league. Except for maybe the Heat, because Jimmy Butler would clown him. But uh, yeah, of course the Celtics want Cat. They should. Everyone does. If the Boston Celtics didn't like Cat, they should fold their team and just not be in the league. Wow. Last three games, Lonzo, 36, 36, 38 minutes. I'm going to give him 34 here, uh, which allows me to give Eric Bledsoe 14 and 14. We need to give Brandon or any of these OT. Yeah, that one was OT. So that takes Lonzo down to 33. That one wasn't. This one wasn't. Okay. All right. Brandon Ingram's going to need. Well, let's give Lonzo his other 30. Which will allow me to give Ingram his 35 minutes. Now we're getting there. Hmm. I mean, Josh Hart's been playing 30 minutes a game. I think that that probably has to continue. So let's just give Josh Hart 30 minutes. Thirty-five minutes left on Kira Lewis, Redick, and that's about it. So Kira Lewis had been playing bigger minutes, but I'm going to give JJ 17 and Kira Lewis 17, 18 actually. And I think that should be fine. But we're going to need new rates with Adams off the floor. You guys are freaking out about San Antonio. I haven't seen any of the news about what's in or out for San Antonio. So I'm curious to see what all the value is. We should be getting there in a couple seconds. New Orleans Pelicans, though. Do we need to take anybody off of relevance? I'm going to take Jackson Hayes off. I'm going to take Nikhil Alexander-Walker off. So, Brandon Ingram, usage rate, 29%. Okay. I'm going to give him 28. We're going to give Eric Bledsoe 19. I'm going to give Josh Hart 13 and a half. We're going to give Lonzo Ball 20. I'm going to give Steven Adams 
14 and a half. Willie Hernan Gomez, 18. And Zion, my boy, 28. What do we like from New Orleans today? For the Pels, oh, basically nothing. Cool. Zion, 8,500 and 8,800 looks okay. Ingram and Ball are both better on DraftKings. Lonzo Ball in particular on DraftKings at 6,400, much better than he is on FanDuel. Not a lot to like for the Pels here. At home against the Pistons, too. I thought that would stand out a bit more, but it really isn't. We'll have to see where the crunches lie as we get ourselves uh, closer to the finale here. 205 viewers, 143 likes. I appreciate it, guys. We got this going. Do I have a package being delivered today? I do. Do I think Vassal will be a starter next year? Uh, There's no telling with the Spurs. Okay. On to Oklahoma City which I assume we're going to have to put Horford back on the floor. Still no George Hill. All righty. Most of this should be easy. So Al Horford gets his normal 29 minutes. (laughs) That's a bummer. All right. Al Horford gets his 29 minutes. I got to gut this. It's just going to be easier. Man, reprojecting rotations is really unfun. 29 minutes to Horford. Uh, Shea gets 35. Uh, Maladon playing 30-something minutes. All that 19. We'll give him 32. Backup center minutes are going to be Mascala. I'm just going to give him 19, which will then give Baisley... 31 at the power forward, which gives us Isaiah Roby getting 17 here. We know that we need to give Lou Dort 30, 31. 46 minutes left over for Kenrich Williams, Hamadou Diallo. Diallo gets 24. I think I need to give Roby... Kenrich Williams 19 I'm really enjoying this Oklahoma City team I don't know why but I am I'm excited for them Andrew Kang, good morning, Josh. Zach has a better offensive system than Kyrie and neither plays any defense. Should Kyrie have made the all-star team? So Kyrie is a significantly better offensive player in the way that he also involves his teammates. Uh, It's not just efficient offense created for himself. He's creating it for others as well. And uh, I would say that Kyrie is a better defender than Zach Levine. So I think it's both things. All right, players off. Pokashevsky. George Hill. Anybody else that needs to come off immediately? Justin Jackson. And Darius Miller. 
Andrew, the, the problem with what you're saying is one, if you took Giannis off of the Bucks, you're also replacing him with nothing, and we're just leaving $30 million in salary out into the ether. No team's just taking a $30 million haircut in salary. So you have to replace him with someone. But even if you didn't, in minutes with Giannis Antetokounmpo off the floor, the Bucks have a positive point differential. They're not actually a below-average team. That's just the wrong assessment right out of the gate. Kyrie played 780 minutes. That's like 200 more minutes than Jimmy Butler has this year. Look, I'm not standing for uh, Kyrie. Let's be clear here. But he's not even on the same stratosphere as Zach Levine. It's not comparable. All right, 21% usage rate for Al Horford. I think everything else looks fine there. Baisley, 19.5. Diallo, 22. That needs to go down quite a bit. Isaiah Roby at 16. Kenrich Williams doesn't even need to have it. Actually, he kind of does. Lou Dort, 19.5. Muscala, 19.5. Shea, 27. Maladon, 16. Cool. Oklahoma City. Gilgis Alexander is 7,500 on FanDuel. He's going to be one of the most popular plays today. You have to be playing Shea today against the Spurs. Slight favorites for OKC as well, but Shea will be one of the more popular players on Oklahoma City on the entire slate, and you're likely playing Shea in cash. I'd be surprised if he's not an option there. Baisley, Horford, Maladon, Dort, you could rotate through, but Shea is on a completely different planet. Ooh, 735. This last half hour has gone pretty quick. Four teams to go, and then we're going to get out of here. But we will run some crunches at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. We're on to Phoenix. I mean, I can't imagine that I'm touching a single bit of this Phoenix rotation unless something's changed, and it hasn't. So, yeah, all this looks good. Uh, Bill, uh, talking about the All-Star game not being as important or prestigious. Yeah, it's totally meaningless. The real award in the end of the year is who makes all NBA. That is where you don't get nonsense. Generally speaking, you don't get nonsense. I don't have anything to change here for Phoenix. Same team, same rotation. They don't change anything up. They just smack people. Paul, Aiton, Booker, the only three guys you could really look at. Uh, I prefer Aiton on FanDuel. I prefer Chris Paul on DraftKings. Eight and 6,400 on FanDuel, though, is a really nice price tag, particularly against the Hornets. He should be able to thrive here. So, I believe we are now on to what everybody's been waiting for, the San Antonio Spurs. And people have been freaking out because there's going to be a bunch of value here. I haven't seen it. Okay, so that's this is why everybody's freaking out. No Derek White. No DeMar DeRozan. No Keldon Johnson, no Rudy Gay, no Devin Vassell. LaMarcus Aldridge, questionable, which is hilarious. Uh, I haven't looked too much into the West with regarding Devin Booker. But I likely would not have had Booker in. Um, let me just look at something quick because now I want to know. 
I would rather have put Mike Conley in over Devin Booker for this season. And that's not to say that Devin Booker hasn't been good, but it's just been different. Okay, so we need to gut all of San Antonio and really think this through. This is going to be a big one, so I need to shut up about everything else that's going on in the league except for thinking about these rotations. 34 minutes for DeJounte Murray straight out of the gate. Can we even assume that Demo- that LaMarcus Aldridge is going to play? Like, is that even a feasible thing? I know his hip is jacked. Went through a full practice yesterday. Okay. So if he went through practice yesterday in full, I am going to give him a limited rotation. I'm going to give him 26 minutes. RC Bremen, glad you uh, had some success, man. It's awesome. Okay. That means that we're going to need to give 22 minutes. Actually, Jake Puddle is probably just going to have to play major minutes, and they're going to play alongside each other. So it's going to look like something like that. Who else do we need to like guarantee minutes to? All right, so I'm going to take this list so it's in order and start deleting out the guys that don't play as much. So... Derek White needs to go. DeMar DeRozan needs to go. Keldon Johnson needs to go. Rudy Gay needs to go. Devin Vassell needs to go. Witherspoon needs to go. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So do they have nine guys? Okay, so Lucas Samanich is available, I guess. Okay. So Patty Mills is obviously going to need to play a bunch. So we're going to give him 14 minutes here. We're going to give Patty Mills 30. Lonnie Walker is going to have to play monstrous minutes. So let's just give him 34 right out of the gate. Trey Lyles is going to have to play monster minutes. Let's just give him 34. That still leaves us... 50 minutes. Oh, my God. So many other guys are big men. So Drew Eubanks is also available. At least they're playing Oklahoma City. So Aldridge, Pirtle, and Eubanks all available. They're going to be running some weird two big man sets. Otherwise, they're going to be playing like Trey Lyles at the three. So Trey Jones is going to have to play. I'm going to give him 16 minutes. 34 minutes left. I mean, Luke, Kata Bates' job is going to have to see like a pretty sizable run here. I don't, I'm not entirely sure how they're going to play this. Who can, so out of all, like Aldridge, Pirtle, Drew Eubanks, those three guys cannot play anything other than power forward or center. And that's going to be 96 minutes. And that doesn't say anything about Trey Lyles, who really shouldn't be a three either. So I think that Kata Bates' job is going to see is going to have to see a decent chunk of time. I'm going to give him 26 minutes now. That's going to be something we're going to need to dig into. I have eight minutes left over. I want to give them the Drew Eubanks. I think that's just going to relate result in Trey Lyles having to play more at the three. 
Or is the real question... I mean, when push comes to shove, this just doesn't seem like the spot they bring back Aldridge. So I am going to... Oh, man. I don't really know what to do here. I don't know what San Antonio is going to do with their big man rotation. Aldridge should not come back for this game. Aldridge just should not be playing this game. I don't know why you would play LaMarcus Aldridge in this spot. The only thing that they have available are all of their centers. Eubanks is available. Trey Lyles, who's technically a center for them, is available. Obviously, Jake Puddle can play his normal run. I'm going to go with what I have in here right now, but it's not out of the realm of possibility... Look, if, if LaMarcus Aldridge comes out, then you just give a, a much bigger chunk of minutes to Drew Eubanks. I don't think he matters, and I don't think Aldridge will matter once I ultimately look at this. I assume that we have no idea what kind of rates these guys are going to have with half the team off the floor either. Spurs are going to be tricky tonight. At least we'll get more information throughout the day. So let's take DeRozan off. Let's take the ones that matter most off. We'll take White off. We'll take Keldon off. We're going to be out of time, basically. Hmm. Might actually have to just go with this. I guess I need to take Rudy Gay off, too. I mean, he's played the most minutes there. This is going to cut it down to nothing. Yeah, this is going to be tough. I'm just going to leave everybody's base rates. I just need to see if anybody takes, like, a big-time step up in assist rate which I assume would be someone like Patty Mills, Trey Jones. I put Keldon Johnson back on. What does DeJounte Murray's assist rate go to? So that holds. Does anybody get a huge usage bump? Not really? Patty Mills getting the big assist rate bump is really all that I'm worried about. Uh, this is just what I have to go with, guys. So let's look and see what San Antonio looks like in, in our first pass. Yeah, this is this is bonkers. Trey Lyles is 4K on FanDuel, 3,200 on DraftKings. He is as best I can tell. I, I guess I need to cut his usage rate. What do I have him at? 15%. I mean, that's not even crazy. Trey Lyles is a no-brainer play today, particularly on DK. Lonnie Walker looks like a no-brainer play, particularly on DK. You have to play a bunch of Murray, Mills, and Pirtle. I think those are the five guys you have to focus on. Pirtle is largely priced correctly. Patty Mills, 3,800 on FanDuel, 43 on DK. So Patty Mills looks really good on FanDuel. But Lyles and Lonnie Walker look like the two best options. And if Trey Lyles starts, which I think that he probably would, um, if he do if and when Trey Lyles starts, he will be the best value play on the slate. He's going to be the number one contender, too. We got to wait on a lot of news for San Antonio. Uh, it's kind of nice that this game is at 8 o'clock. Like, we should get that sort of information pretty early. But, who boy. Spurs are going to be nuts tonight. All right, two to go. Toronto. 
I assume Kyle Lowry is questionable. Yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. Lowry obviously did not play yesterday. I feel like Toronto plays every single day. So let's go ahead and put Kyle Lowry back on the floor. I feel like all I do is take him off and put him on and take him off and put him on. It's really annoying. We'll give him 32 minutes here. Van Vliet gets the rest. We'll go 21. Boucher played 22 minutes last night. Baines played another 29. I don't think that they need to go to that same sort of outlook. But it is nice to know that Aaron Baines can play that many minutes. Um, so I'm going to give Aaron Baines 23. I'm going to give Chris Boucher 24. One additional minute to Siakam. 36 minutes here. OG gets 12 and 18. Norm Powell gets 30 and two. We're missing Bembry and Terrence Davis on 25 minutes. Now I need to give everybody a usage haircut. That's fine. Van Vliet to 23. Kyle Lowry to 21 and a half. Norm Powell to 22 and a half. 15 and a half and 25. Uh, Mark Curry, I think they have nine available and potentially 10, depending on the status of Lucas Samanich. I don't get the sense we're playing much yet. Toronto is basically fully off the table if Kyle Lowry is back. Um, maybe a little Siakam or Van Vliet, but you don't really want Toronto today against Miami at full strength. Utah. This will be another wildly uninteresting team to project. Mike Conley is just back. Yeah, BWG Gaming or BW Gaming. I uh, I know that Bain's got the additional run, but seeing him out there, um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he starts to see an extra minute or two. He's not in play, so it really doesn't matter. Final game of the day. This one should be very, very interesting to do. I don't have much to change. I guess Conley can play 30 minutes. That's really all that matters. So I'm going to call it. Those rates are absolutely correct for Utah. They never change. Rudy Gobert, 8,100 and 7,500 would be my favorite sort of piece here. Although that... Honestly, does feel pretty high. Cut that back. Yeah, not much to like for Utah. Rudy Gobert and Mitchell, no surprises. Let's run some crunches. Let's save this. Let's see where we stand on uh, on Cruncher before we get out of here. That's not how that works. All right, we're going to do FanDuel first because I care more about FanDuel than DraftKings. And what I say goes. Optimal lineups on FanDuel. Are you ready? So my optimal on FanDuel as of 7.49 a.m., Four Spurs, DeJounte Murray, Patty Mills, Shea, 
Lonnie Walker, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Zion, Trey Lyles, Jared Allen. That would be my that would be my optimal lineup. This is what I would be building off of for cash games. Second best lineup swaps out DeJounte Murray, straight swap for Chris Paul. They're separated by less than a point. So basically the same lineup. You can get LeBron in there if you want. But four Spurs in the main lineup. Let's get a sense of where everybody really stands in terms of exposures. So let's just run 200. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, best plays on FanDuel looking like Trey Lyles, Patty Mills, Shea, Jalen Brown, Lonnie Walker, LaMelo, who I feel like I kind of glossed over today. LeBron. LeBron, obviously, pretty easy to get to. And all of these pay-up options are going to be pretty easy to get to because of all of this San Antonio value. Levine, Tatum, Jared Allen. But this is really what we're going to be looking at on FanDuel for right now. I think that looks fine. Good. So that's what we've got. Let's check out DraftKings, and then we will get out of here. Guys, hit that like button if you like what's going on right now. Closing it out before I go off and uh, record the contenders and do all that other fun stuff and then do the strategy show again with Laffy. And then after the strategy show, the best part of my day, I'm going to take a nap. All right, on to DraftKings. Optimal lineup for me on DraftKings today at 7.51 a.m. Four Spurs. Patty Mills, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Trey Lyles, Miles Turner, DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Jarrett Allen. Kate Jot makes the second most optimal. That gives you four Spurs still swapping out Miles Turner and Allen for Shea and Zach Levine. Okay, so that's where we stand from an optimal perspective on DraftKings. Let's get an idea of uh, exposures. Looks like I didn't turn that actually on. There we go. All right. Best plays on DK. Yeah, Trey Lyles by Miles. He might, if, if Trey Lyles is starting, he might be a legitimate lock button. Um, even if the downside is here, 30 starts, 35 minutes, 20 fantasy points, you got to do it. In starts, I mean, he started a ton at the end of last year. 40, 30, 30. You're going to have. Trey Lyles is as close to a lock button as possible if he's starting. Lonnie Walker, also fantastic. Patty Mills, also fantastic. Those three guys are separating from the pack. And then you get into a little bit of a mess. I don't know what Kata Bates' job is going to look like from a minutes perspective. We will know a lot more as we get closer. And the status of LaMarcus Aldridge will play a big role in Kata Bates' job. But I do like him right now. Brown, Tatum, DeJounte Murray, Wall, SGA, Jared Allen, LeBron. That's where we're standing for uh, DraftKings today. So, that's it, everybody. We are done. That is the process show for Wednesday, February 24th. 
another good one in the books. A couple less games yesterday, so I'm gonna, or tomorrow, so I'm going to be pretty excited about that. But it's been good. Two back-to-back nine gamers. I'm on everything today. Uh, strategy show coming up 10 a.m. with Laffy. And then live before lock tonight, myself and Greg, 7.30, no, 6.30 to 8. We have, uh, we'll be on for an hour, then do an extra half hour for the sponsor. So come tune into that. I'll try to have updates. I should have updates uh, prior to live before lock. Apologies to anybody that was looking for them yesterday. Um, News just kept coming out. I never had time to actually run it and get uh, a tweet out. So it's probably good. Uh, Everything that I touched turned to garbage yesterday wasn't really great so guys thank you so much for being here i really appreciate it we'll be back again tomorrow doing it all again you guys are the best good luck tonight everybody come watch every other piece of content that we have hit that like button on your way out peace